you're listening to A Labor for Love, the podcast that's all about helping moms find encouragement and hope through authentic, everyday stories of motherhood. I'm your host, Sierra Sullivan. Welcome back to A Labor for Love. Happy New Year. I can't believe it's 2023. And I don't know if you feel this way, but to me, it seems like the last three years have just flown by and that time has just been so compressed. Like things that happened in 2020 and 2021, they don't feel like it was that long ago, which is weird. But here we are. It's a new year, fresh start. And, you know, I've thought a lot about this episode and what I wanted to talk about. And, you know, do I discuss New Year's resolutions or my goals and plans for 2023? And the truth is, I don't know yet. And I think that's an okay place to be. You know, during the last week of the year, I took a break from social media just to kind of help quiet some of the noise of the world. Uh, I didn't want to see anyone else's goals and plans for the year. Um, Even before Christmas, I was already starting to see like ads for new workout programs and new year, new you. And I didn't want to put any of that into my mind. I just really wanted time to myself to think and not be so heavily influenced by other voices around me. Um, so like I said, I'm at a place where I don't really know what I want for 2023 yet. And I think that's okay. But I did come across an episode of the podcast Typology. It's a podcast that's about the Enneagram, but their their last episode of the year was titled five questions for reflecting on the year. And so I spent some time thinking about the five questions that were discussed by the hosts of that podcast. And I wanted to share those questions and my responses with you today. Okay. Question one, what was the best compliment you received this year? I thought this question was interesting to think about because I'm usually one that will brush off compliments, and that's not necessarily a good thing, but that means that I usually don't really remember compliments, um, which in hindsight is kind of unfortunate, but I did um, think about a recent compliment. One came to mind, and it happened actually on Christmas Eve. So we were at church, and we ended up having to go to a different location because of the winter storm that we had here. Um, There was a power outage. And so where we normally go wasn't available. So we were at this new location. So it was unfamiliar to us. We didn't know anyone really was crowded. And I personally just felt like a fish out of water. But I was in line to grab some hot chocolate and one of the volunteers was looking down. But when she looked up and she saw me, she told me that my hair was gorgeous. Um, And it wasn't the compliment itself. It was more of how she said it and like the look on her face when she said it. Like she was kind of taken aback. And when she saw me, uh, I could tell that her compliment was genuine. And it was the way in which the compliment was delivered that made me feel pretty good. So I wasn't expecting that. Um, And I think I needed that in that moment too, just being, like I said, in an unfamiliar place and, um, you know, it wasn't in our plan to go there. And so it was, it was just a weird feeling. And so that compliment actually made me feel pretty good in that moment. 
And actually, when I was thinking about this question, I remembered something that I used to do uh, when I was working. So near the end of my last job, I had actually started creating like a file of all the positive feedback that I was getting from my customers and the people that I worked with. Because I remembered like when it came time for like performance reviews, I didn't really have like good evidence to support the work that I was doing other than the work itself. But I wanted to be able to have words from people that I was working with that described like me and the work that I was providing for them. And so I started to just create this like file and anytime I would get like positive feedback, I would just like either copy the email or, you know, paste the words into this file that I had um, just for like my own personal um, use, but also it would give me something to go back to when it came time to, you know, review my performance and what I was doing. And so I thought like, why can't I bring that into my personal life? And, you know, whenever I get, you know, positive feedback from people or compliments, like if I could quickly like write those things down or save them somehow, uh, I think that would be good just to look back on um, in the future. And so that's something that I think I will implement in 2023. Question two, what did you learn from your challenges and disappointments in the last year? I think something that I am continuing to learn um, is that I have to voice my disappointments um, because I've realized if I don't give voice to the things that I'm feeling, then I don't find a solution. And so then I'll continue to be disappointed. And so I think that's something that I have to get better at is just communicating, you know, when I'm feeling disappointed in something or about something so that I can just, you know, get those things out also and not um, kind of stew on them more than I need to. And I think the the challenges of 2022 really showed me the importance of community. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that, you know, my husband lost his job in the summer. Um, and then just like with parenting and, you know, taking care of to developing children and being a wife, you know, the challenges of like quitting a job and leaning into just a new season, like all those things through everything, I've learned that like it's important to have community. So people to support me, encourage me, offer their wisdom and advice. Um, that's been really important. And so that's what I've learned just through the challenges and disappointments that I've faced. Number three, what's a thinking bias that you have become aware of this year? So with this question, the podcast host mentioned that our thinking biases tend to skew negative. And so with that, I would say that a thinking bias for me um, that I've realized, but I think become more aware of this year is that you know, I believe that I'm invisible and that people don't see me. And that way of thinking has certainly not been healthy. And it often leads to me like going down a path of like downplaying the things that I do, even if there are good things like this podcast or things that I write, like I'll, I'll just downplay it. And I think that me thinking that I'm invisible leads me to acting as if I'm invisible. And so it's just a 
a perpetual cycle and it's not a healthy cycle to be in. And I think that um, sometimes people might not realize that about me, but it's a story that I've told myself for a long time. And I know that I personally have a lot of work to do to, to kind of get, to get out of that, that cycle and that story and to rewrite it. Um, and I think that kind of goes with the next question too. So question four was how did your self-perception change this year? And I think I'm becoming more aware of the harm that I caused myself when I sit in that story that is untrue because the truth is I'm not invisible. People do see me, but because I've told myself that for so long, I can tend to act that out. And so I think that's something that, you know, I've just become more self-aware of and I'm beginning to realize that I have more influence than I give myself credit for. So I think that's a way that my self-perception is shifting. I'm seeing myself the way that others see me. And so I know that's an area that I need to grow in. I need to stand in my influence. I need to be more confident in who I am and the things that I produce and put out there in the world and just really in who I am, who I am as a person. And so I think that's something for me that I need to kind of dig deeper into and, and work on in this next year. All right, question five. What did you do or achieve this year that made your future self proud? And I would say that this podcast is definitely something that my future self would be proud of. Um, it takes a lot of courage and effort for me to do this and to keep doing it. And so I think it's definitely something that future Sierra could look back on and, and be proud that, that she put into the world. So as we enter into this new year, I want to encourage you to spend some time reflecting on 2022, if you haven't already, and maybe ask yourself those five questions as well. And I'll be sure to leave those in the description box for this episode. As always, thank you for joining me for this episode, and I look forward to bringing you more authentic everyday stories in motherhood have some great conversations lined up and I will continue to share parts of my own motherhood journey as well. Until next time.